This is CliffCentral.com. 360 Biz on CliffCentral.com. Welcome to another amazing installment of 360 Biz. I'm not flying alone this afternoon. I'm with my girl, Tejo, who looks and epitomizes what the day is all about. She looks radiatingly beautiful and she's dressed in red. She's got red. She looks amazing. Tejo, how are you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? Yeah. yeah. How are you doing on this day of love? I'm I'm excited. I'm happy. I'm in love with my balance sheet. I'm in love with <laughs> my car. I'm in love. All the things I'm in love with at the moment are going my way, except for one of my cards that uh, declined yesterday due to insufficient car- in funds. Yeah. I'm not in love with that card, but I'm in love with every other thing. But I'm excited. I'm I like holidays or rather days like these because. Um, they accentu- they speak of love, they accentuate love to everyone out there. And I hope, I hope everyone just jumps into the spirit of love, whether you're with a partner or whether you're single, mm. just smile with everyone, mm. you know? Just give love to How everyone. How do you feel? What, what, what happened when you were young and Zawar Rekeladi Cup with that rose? Air yeah, <laughs> you know, little teddy bear. And then, like, that spirit is just slowly dying down, you know? But then there are people, you're getting roses, you get uh, chocolates, mm. you know? But I also think like men also get need to get some stuff. I see a lot yeah. of women getting hey. presents and men not getting anything. You, you know? know what the funny thing is? I read a post the other day um, and this lady was just talking about the majority of the men she's ever spoken to have always have always spoken about how they've given, they've given, but there is no the, 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 mm. the amount of women giving are much less than the amount of men giving. Yeah. And I think how do we how do we encourage the ladies to give more? I think I think it should just happen. Ladies don't even need to be encouraged. It should just happen like if you've got a partner, treat your partner to I mean my, my a friend of mine received flowers, a guy friend of mine received flowers and chocolates and oh, wow. all of that, you know? So I think it's it's just it has to go to both ways. Sure. I think my three steps to ladies giving more stop gazetting. Because ladies gazata every time they go out to eat lunch. Gazating is a technical Greek word for stop gazating, basically. The second thing, yeah, that's it. There's only one. There's three in one. But I mean, we've got a beautiful And stop show. expecting. Yeah. As a yeah. woman, stop expecting and but start giving. Do. Yeah, but she doesn't clean. I'm sorry. That's, that's a conversation for another. That's a good, you didn't hear that. <laughs> no, nah, man, we've got a beautiful show lined up today. We're talking about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. But I think before we jump into that, we've got a gentleman in the studio with us and someone we thought necessary to peek into the show the, this afternoon on this way, on this beautiful Wednesday. I mean, this, this Wednesday of love, who's a gentleman who will serenade us with his love entrepreneurial story, <laughs> if you will call it that. We've got Tulu in the studio with us. Tulu, how are you doing, man? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. No, thank you for coming through and sharing this day with us when you could have been in Mauritius somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tulu, man, just greet our listeners. Tell us who you are and what you do, sir. Sure. Uh, my name is Tolu Mokobe. I'm the founder and the managing director to a media company established five years ago. We're situated in Santon, Johannesburg. We've also got an office in Cape Town. We conceptualize and execute... Um, transformation-related platforms by using exhibitions, digital publications, as well as outdoor advertising. Um, I think the reason for, for our gathering here is to inspire other entrepreneurs on how they can go about um, targeting the private sector in their businesses. Because you'll see most of SMMEs um, 
rather define a business by um Registering a business and sourcing tenders And that can be very problematic for any business So we're going to be hosting seminars in, in April To help other entrepreneurs on how to extend their revenue In, in the private sector business-to-business um, approach of business And do you find that there's a lot of um, black entrepreneurs That are creating businesses that are dealing with That are dealing with high-level business-to-business platforms? From from our experience, um, that's a very good question. In fact, um, from our experience, there's a lot of lack in terms of the approach, um, precision, and, and how things are done. And and I think most businesses don't get it correctly because of exposure and other elements that lead to it. Hence, the seminar that we're going to be hosting in April deals exactly in preparing an SMME that has got no experience, has just come into a space, and really wants to make it big and trade with listed JSE companies, um, because it takes a lot. Mm. Um, it takes a lot of exposure. Takes a lot of understanding And and their passion Is not going to be enough basically And we're saying for a business to be sustainable Both your private um, sector um, Income as well as your public sector Needs to be in check So to ensure that we are more sustainable As SMMEs So but where did the journey start Uh, For you this entrepreneurship journey (laughs) I was born in a township Called Kuguletu in Cape Town Oh okay um, I always used to see people going to Joburg and coming back being greater than um, the, the, before they left um, home. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I also need to take a journey to Joburg. Mm. I want to start a business. They do things differently. They talk differently. And and I left. I came here, got a got got some work to, with another media company for a space of eighteen months. Gained a lot of exposure and experience. And one day I woke up and I said, I, I can I can do this. You know, and and that's how I I'm, I'm I landed where I am now. Mm. Yeah, and then I mean, in terms of um the landscape in in Eastern Cape, I mean, Western were you Cape. Oh, sorry, Western Cape? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm from the Eastern Cape, so anything Western is Eastern ah, to yeah. me. <laughs> so, did you grow up in an environment or in a home that was entrepreneurial? Did they encourage entrepreneurship? Yes, my granny, in fact, was an entrepreneur. She used to sell beers and, and cigarettes to the community. Nice. You know, so I used to see how money was made on a daily basis. It was small volumes, but the principle was perfect, you know. And I think that that kind of exposed me how to handle money and how to reinvest and grow stock and all of that. So that for me was, was an advantage. And, and I think it, it, you, you really born with it, you know. Yeah. You, you can't be taught how to be an entrepreneur. As much as people claim they can, mm. maybe they can, but the great ones are born with it, you know. Mm. So yeah, hmm. did you ever get yourself in a position where you were diluting bottles of Smirnoff or Viceroy? It's standard where I come from, you know. If not, they call you a faggot. You know, <laughs> um, I grew up in a very rough township. Mm. Um, I had to conform as a young man. Peer pressure was there. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not gonna sit here and and try to portray an image that I am now. I wasn't who I am now. You know, I indulged in many things growing up. It's just how we've got the highest murder rate in the world. You can imagine, Kukuletu. Mm. Mm. Um, we consume a lot of drugs in our community. Um, that's the norm of the day. You have to, as a male boy, try. To show them that you are relevant mm. And I have to finish my studies So I've got these double lives that I had to keep up with mm. um, But fortunately um, I didn't do drugs And all of that but we drank as as boys You know we went out and all of that But it wasn't extreme fortunately Yeah yeah. Nah man that's amazing And I mean with regards to I, I, wanna, I wanna throw kind of a curveball When what are your expectations as an entrepreneur, especially with a sauna that is going to happen, whether it's in a month or two or whatever, from an entrepreneurship perspective? What are your expectations around there? 
I was telling my team this Monday when when it was last week Monday or this Monday when the when the sauna was postponed. I said the the way we approach business, we are not um, we are not consumed by political um, hazards that are mm. happening in the country. Ninety three percent of our company's revenue comes from JSE listed companies. Okay, we've mastered the skill. Hence, as a director of Atoneworks, I took an initiative upon myself to hold seminars called The Art of Business Growth, uh, where I can share my skills and approach to business with my fellow SMMEs who are purely relying on tenders. And I don't have a problem with tenders. If I get one today, I will accept it. But I believe the approach in business shouldn't be purely founded on gathering tenders and applying and submitting. You will not last in the game. Mm. If the current government goes out of out of power or whatever um, the factor is or how PE codes um, get um, ruled out or transformation is no longer an agenda we as black entrepreneurs will be playing in a space where it's unfair or fair depending who, who who's engaging the platform mm. but what I'm mm. saying you must be able to move your product or service from business to business because that's um, that's a way of sustaining your business further yeah, and I think just maybe educate us a little bit. A little bit earlier on, you spoke about transformational platforms that you guys create. What are some of these transformational platforms that you guys create? Sure. So we cons- what is that all about? Sorry to cut you off. No worries. So we're a media company. We use media disciplines to disseminate opportunities, go back to Babantu, using exhibitions and conferences, mm. using digital publications. We've also got mural spaces in townships within Eastern Cape, um, KZN as well as the Western Cape to say um, here are the sectors that are contributing to, to our GDP the highest, your agriculture, your mining, your construction. We've got no form of ownership in these sectors. And we're saying as a media company, instead of fueling and distributing negative vibes and, 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 and information, here's an opportunity for us to disseminate and work with our stakeholders and get to the people in the rural communities, in the townships and say, for instance, we've got a bursary expo that we host around the country. Yeah. Soweto, uh, Soshanguve, Mlazi, Durban, um, Kukulia to Cape Town, where we've brought private sector companies who want to distribute bursaries, but you can't really um, only rely on online because most of these learners don't know how to navigate on an internet. I mean, it's a skill to research, you know, and even if you research a company, the other companies are going to miss out on an opportunity. Mm. So we're bringing the bursaries to the communities. So that's how we work. We've got an agricultural project. We host 25,000 black farmers at Eastland and Showgrounds annually. We we are exposing them to exporting their produce. We're expo- exposing them to agro-processing, which is another channel of, 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 of creating further markets for themselves. You know, there's only so much these retails can take in terms from the farmers. So we need to create our own markets, and that's what we're about. We're bringing real-time solutions, real-time opportunities to our people using media as a, as a, as a tool. Are you seeing a rise with regards to young black individuals Getting into the mine, uh, not the mining necessarily, but the farming space. See, um, <clears throat> the farming space and the mindset of the youth of the republic is that no one wants to be seen wearing an overall and walking in the sun for twelve hours a day. It's not cool, if that's the word I can use. Hence, we have identified that agro-processing is agro-processing is more appealing to the youth where they convert these primary commodities um, into a form of a product. And we really can't really enforce anything on someone, you, but you have to make it 
relevant and put it towards them. So we found that agro-processing is appealing to the youth. They take the primary commodity, they convert apple into an apple juice, and that's what they like doing. So we want to keep it there, we want to grow them, and we want to show them that your business can grow if you can be hands-on on the primary commodity itself. Mm. So it takes time. You can't really force anything on, it, on someone. Mm. Um, yeah. I think like, if you can just tell us more about the conference that are happening, yeah, that'll be nice. just more details on that for our listeners. Mm. Sure. We are at the Redison Blue Hau train on the 26th of April. Nice. Uh, registration is on our website, tolo-theart.co.za. The fees are there. We're literally going to be there breaking down how to approach a JSE listed um, company and say to them, here am I, young entrepreneur, I'm relevant, I can do business with you. They're intimidating to, to anyone who hasn't done business with them because the mm. way they approach business, the precision – Everything is, and you have, if you haven't done it, this is the type of training that you need. You know, we sit you down, we take you through it. This is what you need to do. When you get to this point, you're ready. So, Mokowi, before I let you go, what inspires you, man? What drives you? Um, my work is founded in, we're, we're, a, we're a company, we're a PTY LTD, we yes. make profits. Yes. Uh, we're not shy to disclose. But what drives me is that other people benefit from the work that I do I see my community being uplifted In the work that I do And that's my upbringing And I found purpose in that You know, you can, you can actually have a purpose-filled life If you can hustle And others benefit from your hustle And you get paid yourself Does the hustle ever stop? It can't because the purpose will never stop It's a fire, it burns It burns brighter and brighter and brighter every day What's tool in the next 10 years? So in the next 10 years, we'll be establishing another office in New York. We're going international. We're going all the way. We're taking it to them. We don't want to be like yeah. them. We want to show them who we mm. are. So many opportunities around the world, you know, and it's amazing what's happening in South Africa. I love New York. I love their energy and vibe. It's addictive, you know. That's what made me come to Joburg. I used to see Joburg people coming to Cape Town. I'm like, I want to follow them. <laughs> I want to follow. You guys walked differently. You did things differently. I'll be sitting there at the mall and be like, I want to go with them and look where I am. I, I went with them and um, I do have no regrets. The energy is amazing in Joburg. People do things for, mm. for, you know, we do things and we make things happen. 30 seconds of inspiration and then your contact details. Um, I think what is going to be really important as an entrepreneur before you even start, or already, if you already started, go to the drawing board, find purpose. Why are you doing this? Because when your strength runs weary individually, because mine does, I look, I look at the people that are banking on me, you know, my daughter, my mom, you know, the, the, the people that have invested in the project, my clients. And, and then I have to dust myself and keep going because it's no longer about me now. People are looking to me to finish what I've started. So I think your, your reasons need to be less self and and involve a community approach to it And then you'll have longevity in the run And our numbers are 011-056-6856 However, if you visit our website Tolo-theart.co.za There you'll be able to register For the next coming seminar We'll take you through step by step We'll be great, we'll all be great We want to create more jobs That's 8 million Unemployed South Africans, SMMEs have got a responsibility. We prom- we, 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 we employ more people than, um, the bigger corporations. And if we can get our ducks in a row and make more profit, we can, we can then grow our operations and involve more people. Wow. <laughs> this was hey, a beautiful, yeah. inspired set. Yeah. There you have it. So follow him. What's your social media quickly before I play a song? Tolo underscore Mukobe.
Tsulo underscore. Wow, man, I'm so inspired. I almost said, give this man a round of applause. I'm used to church. <laughs> Thank you so much. We're gonna fade it out with a song, Vusanova. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful Wednesday afternoon on 360 Biz. We are celebrating love. Biz on cliffcentral.com. <laughs> I already knew that. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> Hi, guys. It's a beautiful afternoon. The topic of the day today is Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. You know what the funny thing is? Mm. I was talking to Howard on my way here, and I'm like, to Howard, please read. Oh, what's today's topic? Just please <laughs> confirm. So he says, it's Bitcoin, and then there's cryptocurrency. Crypti- <laughs> crypti- so it's cryptocurrency, so and the name, the name, the complexity around the name is as complex as it is for some of us because we've heard this whole cryptocurrency stuff there and there. But today we've got a gentleman who's in studio who's also going to be telling us, he's going to be telling us about what he has created out of this. Bitcoin is a new currency that was created in 2009 by an unknown person using the alias Satoshi Nakamoto. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Translations, translations are made with no middlemen, meaning no banks. Bitcoin can be used to book hotels on Expedia, on Expedia, shop for furniture, shop for furniture on Overstock and buy (laughs) Xbox games. But, 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 uh, but much more, but much of the hype is, uh, but much of the hype is about getting rich by trading, by trading it. The price of a Bitcoin skyrocketed into the thousand in 2017 bitcoin can be used to buy merchandise anonymously in addition international payments are easy and cheap because bitcoins are not tried uh, because bitcoins are not tied to any country or subject to regulations small businesses may like them because there are no credit card fees some people just buy bitcoins as an investment hoping that they will go up in value i think that feeds us enough information Mm -hmm. the gentleman that we have in studio today is a very cool common collector gentleman he's competing with me with unprofessional looks but i think i'm the worst today because i'm wearing shorts but this gentleman goes by the name of shakes motilili the co-founder of african new energies with stephen larkin Stephen Larkin in Gamla. Is a British boy. Is, well, it, is it Larkin? Larkin? Is it Larkin? Is Stephen Charles Gordon Larkin? Ch- Stephen Charles Larkin, uh, whatever. Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sunshine slung. English yeah. is now hitting me. Yeah? His former university flatmate. Sheikh Mutalili is an investment expert, hails originally from the financial services industry, where he was promoted to head of the Momentum Wealth Actuarial Support Department at the age of 35. That's amazing. And I also know that this gentleman hails from the Eastern Cape. So, greet our listeners, sir. Tell us who you are and maybe just shed a little bit of light on what you do. <clears throat> well, um, I am from the Eastern Cape. Um have attended almost all uh, tertiary institutions um, in the country during my growth phase. Um, I, I've, I've, I worked in the corporate sector for more than 10 years, um, as indicated, um, and then decided to go at it at, uh, at, at my own about about six odd years ago, right? 
Um, I would say I'm, I'm what is described as a serial entrepreneur and, um, I'm involved in, um, several businesses. Um, today I'm here to talk mainly about Aziza coin because you mentioned cryptocurrencies, which is a, a coin that we've launched, um, um, with quite a, a few salient differences to the Bitcoin that you've mentioned. Mm. Um, I also want to talk a little bit about, um, a company called Alumni Energy Investments, which is a venture capital company that uh, I'm director of, one of the directors anyway, um, and which is sort of uh, linked to Aziza Coin, and I'll explain the structure as well. Mm. And and yeah, and and hopefully give a bit of um, um, insight as to why we launched the coin and you know what we hope to achieve. So I'm so, yeah, I'm yeah. so sorry. I'm so curious on how old Shakes is. Like yes. he, looks he looks so young. That's why 35. <laughs> 35. <laughs> I don't. I don't mind. I don't mind sharing. I, I'm actually 41 this year. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Sure. No, I man. get that a lot, by the way. Yeah, so I'm sure. Yeah. Good genes, eh? Sure. <laughs> Very good genes. Yeah. So. I'd like to think, I'd like to wonder how that conversation went, where that fireside conversation went when you got back home and you were telling them that, you know what, I'm leaving this actuarial stuff. Yeah. I'm now going into cryptocurrency. I can almost imagine the shock on their faces. What is cryptocurrency? Okay. Um, it, it was difficult. I mean, um, one of the things that um, a lot of South Africans that are formerly employed rely on is a monthly salary and are terrified at the idea of not having something where the bank pulls their debit orders every month and, you know, they're left with something to live. So it was very terrifying. That's number one. Number two, the cryptocurrency was only launched um, in October last year. So it's a little bit um, later in my career, in, in my life. Um, what I can talk about, which, which I actually uh, am co-founder of is Africa New Energies, which is a, a hydrocarbon exploration business. Um, we are looking for gas and oil onshore in, in Namibia. We've got a concession, a 22,000 square kilometer concession. That's, uh, bigger than the size of Gauteng, where uh, we've got a license and we've been working there for the past, uh, four or five years looking for, for gas and oil. We, we've had, very good, um, promising results. Probably the most notable um, event there is that last year, January, we received an offer, an uns- unsolicited bid for $500 million for, for, for our asset um, for several reasons. Um, that uh, transaction didn't materialize. But, I mean, it, 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 it's a huge um, event on its own, the fact mm. that um, we were given that offer. And I'll share a little bit as to why it never went through. And uh, number one, we, we have close ties with the community in, Nam- in Namibia where we work in, the Heroro um, 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 community. And we, you know, I was quite close with the late Paramount chief. Um, 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 and we've made certain promises. Um, now I, the area we're on sits on the second largest aquifer underground water source resource on, on the planet. And we immediately said, look, this is, a, this is a generous offer, very generous. I mean, we're pre-drilling, so we haven't actually proven the presence of the resource to, mm. to be offered mm. so much. But we said, look, guys, we want an anti-fracking clause. That's number one. Uh, because fracking would contaminate the water source, so, so we could not um, accept the transit to go through otherwise. The second thing is that we were dealing with the Chinese entity, and we, we said, look, the the area we're in has a high unemployment uh, rate. Mm. Um, I think about 
between 70 and 80 percent, something somewhere there, people sure. are unemployed. And we said for we wanted a, a, an agreement that um, all unskilled uh, work would the first people to be give, considered would be the local communities. Mm. So it, it, uh, they couldn't agree to these, you know, obviously, you know, the, the unfortunate, um, um, you know, thing with Chinese, uh, um, um, sort of transactions that they usually bring in, tr- uh, um, a prison labor from China for projects of this, of this nature. Mm. But for, 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 I would say integrity reasons, we, we, we actually refused the, mm. the offer. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I mean, we could have been extremely wealthy to be honest with yeah, you. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, um, it's, it's going to take a bit longer. But um, 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 I think it, it is a lesson for entrepreneurs that um, you must not sell your soul. Mm. I think that's that, that's the lesson there. And there are mm. transactions that are very lucrative where we need to actually take the moral high ground. Anyway, <clears throat> so um, come to the cryptocurrency. Yes, yes. Yeah, right? The people talk about blockchain. And, and today I'm not here to talk about it. But I'll, I'll say just a few lines to yeah, say that. I think that, if we could demystify yeah, yeah, a couple exactly. of things. Yeah. The, the basically... The blockchain technology, as, as simply as I could put it, is that it's a ledger, right? It's like a ledger of information. So it's like a set of transactions that is decentralized. So it's put out there. Everybody has got access to the information on this ledger, but it's a ledger that cannot be changed. So, um, and there's, there's, this ledger is built on. So every time there's a set of transactions, it's added onto the ledger and information grows and you cannot change that information. And this is, the basis of um, 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 the cryptocurrencies that, that, that are around, they use blockchain technology for their um, uh, robustness and information keeping and tracking of transactions and all of that. But very important to mention, blockchain has many use cases. You can use it for many other things other than cryptocurrency. Mm. Um, you can use it, for instance, I know, um, I think in Indonesia they had um, challenges of uh, you know, uh, fraudulent um, um, uh, estate deeds where you would buy property and then the information would be changed and the property that you've been paying for is actually belongs to someone else. Hmm. But using blockchain technology, you would not be able to change that information. You know, the, the, that's, the, that's the blockchain. Mm. And that's what blockchain mm. is. It is a basically an unchangeable ledger that instead of being centralized, is decentralized. It's put out there. It is a trustless system. Instead of like in, in the, in, in the traditional, I'll talk about the finance sector where we have to trust a, any financial intermediate. We have to trust a financial institution. We trust a bank with our information, with our money, you know, that they, they keeping, um, you know, our, um, our wealth as it were safe. Now the revolution of a blockchain of with blockchain in the financial services sector is that it does not have to be centralized. It can be put, you know, in, in out there. It is it is trustless and, and I suppose it is in its trustless nature that makes it so um um um, um in my opinion Robust more than it, uh, you know, banks have proven in, in the past that sometimes they can be very uh, untrustworthy, you know. Mm, um, mm. So, so <clears throat> that's that's enough, um, for me in terms of that. Um, I'm not a blockchain expert. In fact, I was speaking with um, one of my colleagues who's based in London, um, um called Jeremy Curl, and he said he met a friend of, of his who's quite a, um, 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 a uniquely gifted mathematician, and he said. If there are 500 blockchain experts in, in the world, that's a lot. The rest either say they are and they're lying or say they are, they think they are, but they're not. Hmm. So 
it's it's a very very <laughs> niche space, right? Um, um, wow. We've got our blockchain expert, a guy called Charles Cunningham, who sits in London. That's our guy, you know. Um, so he's on the on the back end, but the business, which is the use case, is what I'm going to share a little bit about, which is what Aziza Coin is all about. Now <clears throat> we've built Aziza Coin, simply put, to be a fundraising mechanism to direct funds to small to medium-sized enterprises, to startups specifically. And there's a, there's logic to this madness. Um, there's um, an international body called the Global Entrepreneurship Monitor, which is the largest study on entrepreneurship on the, um, on the planet, right? And they give some interesting results and statistics around job creation. I'll bring it back to the South African situation. I think the last um, statistics um, given by the Statistician General, General were that about 36% of South Africans were unemployed. Um, that's about a little over a million South Africans between the ages of 16 and, and 65 without work. That's a crisis. Now, I always um, 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 say if you, a lot of people think that big business is the solution. They're not. Big business um, is in the business of mergers and acquisitions. It's in the business of automation. It's in the business of efficiencies. If anything, they're losing jobs. Um, if you look at government, government won't make jobs. All government departments are probably overstaffed. If anything, they need there needs to be a bit of attrition there. In fact, it is evidence and it's a fact that most jobs are created by small to medium-sized enterprises. You know, and and <clears throat> we specifically talk about what you get um, with entrepreneurship. You define what is called necessity entrepreneurship, mm. entrepreneurs, mm. which is mm. like buy and sell yeah. type of thing. And then you get what is called high expectation entrepreneurs. Now, high expectation entrepreneurs are, are defined as entrepreneurs that in the next five years will be employing twenty or more people. And it's amazing how this group of of entrepreneurs are responsible for the the bulk of jobs created. There's also a further subset, which is like the top 2% of all entrepreneurs. And just to give the last bit of stats on that, in South Africa in 2016, this top 2% were responsible for creation of 29% of all new jobs. The top 2%. But not even one of these companies received funding. Um, and then the reasons make sense. Um, Pre-revenue startups, um, the failure rate is like 9 out of 10 in the first two years. Now it's very difficult to convince uh, private uh, private sector funds to go into ventures of that of that nature. They fail nine times out of ten, mm. you know. So and, and and now we've come up with a way where we can maybe channel funds to support these type of companies, mm. and in a way, why we want to deal with the problem for unemployment, which in turn deals with other social injustices that exist in our country. And and I de- hopefully you know this will 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 go to the rest of the country, um, I mean rest of the continent, um, <clears throat> the rest of Africa, and how we do this is that Aziza Coin is currently not listed. It's called what is called an ICO, initial coin offering, similar to an an IPO, initial public offering, where a company lists mm. on an exchange, mm. um. With coins, with uh, digital coins, it's called an initial coin offering. Then they list. So like a Bitcoin is listed and then you can buy and sell. It has a price that fluctuates. You can buy in. You can speculate. Buy in low, sell high. And the opposite can happen. You can buy and it goes down and you make a loss. Um, But that's post-ICO when it's listed. We are currently pre-ICO, right? And this this, um, phase, um, we can actually control and dictate how the coin is traded 
who can buy the coin and who can sell the coin you know in this phase and 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 then obviously once we list it you know it's free for all it's like any other listed entity buy and sell and it's during this phase where we've created a structure where the founders of Aziza coin have said look we invite people that want in the south african environment we've got um, alumni energy investments that i mentioned which is a venture capital company it is a registered financial services provider with the financial services board right number one but it also have a sec- has a second layer of accreditation with the south african revenue services under section 12j of the income tax act that gives it what is uh, something called the venture capital company accreditation right why that is important is that if you contribute as a south african taxpayer say a hundred rand into a venture capital company that full hundred rand is deductible against your taxable income when you make your submissions of tax what it means is that the south african government is basically through this forward thinking piece of legislation is trying to support private individuals and private companies in south africa to support small to medium sized enterprises by giving them this tax generous tax dispensation right in in practical terms what it means is if you were on a 40% marginal tax rate and you put in a 100 rand in a venture capital company and you submit your returns if you had a liability your liability will be reduced by 40 rand effectively and if you uh, um, um was supposed to re- receive a refund you receive 40 rand but in essence the the south african gov- government covers 40 rand of your 100 rand investment so you are only risking 60 mm. it, in, in that's the, the the simplest way i could explain how section 12 12j reduces the risk exposure for a potential in foreign investor in a venture capital company sure now what the aziza coin does that the element the structure is to say for something that crashes 9 out of 10 times even this very generous dispensation where you only risking 60 rand out of 100 it's still a lot you know so as is the coin comes in and says all right there's a current cryptocurrency boom at the moment you know uh, the last figure i have in 2017 around november of all coins all icos the average return was 1300% and that includes all coins that failed that year like 2017 so there is a huge boom happening at the mar- at the moment and what Aziza coin is doing is taking advantage of that boom using that boom to 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 to, to further reduce the exposure you know you, you, the 40 rand is taken care of by the south african government then the aziza coin is purposefully using cryptocurrency fundraising to reduce further so that as a south african individual if you put in 100 rand the risk is reduced as far as possible so that you are left at the end of the day with with shares of 100 rand right um one of the rules of a venture capital company sales rules is that you have to sit on the shares for at least 5 years so it's reasonably liquid you know so you have to invest and forget about it you know it's into extremely high risk entities they may all fail Right? But you you said on that if they work out these type of 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 um, um enterprises because we focus mainly on high risk albeit high potential pre-revenue you know concept stage startups tech innovative startups even if one succeeds they usually make hundreds to thousands of returns 
and they, it more than compensates for the others that may fail. One of the other rules of Section 12J is that you have to invest in no long, no less than five companies. So there is a, a form of diversification there. So you not, you don't put all your money in one pot, mm. which is also lovely. So you've got five crack at it as it were. So you support as a venture capital company five different minimum. There's no, there's minimum. There's no maximum. You can support more than that. Um, but, but you support more than, more, more less than five. Now, one other thing that the Aziza coin does is that if you participate in this closed phase, you retain a few coins pre-ICO. And this is what um, it falls under what we call nudge theory, where we we encouraging people to support us because we still are going to list. The coins will sit in your wallet. They're non-tradable at the moment. However, once we ICO, and if the ICO is a success, you can sell the coins immediately. And this could be as soon as May this year. This is when we're working towards an ICO in May, uh, but it could be a, a few months um, um, afterwards. You mentioned something interesting earlier in your in your introduction where you said uh, the, the Bitcoin operates in an unregulated space. This is changing very quickly. Um, regulation is coming quick and fast. Um, um, and we are, I think, are fortunate to be cryptocurrency coming in at a later stage because we've got a bit of the benefit of hindsight and to understand what is happening. A lot of jurisdictions are looking into wanting to know whom of their citizens own cryptos. You know, they want to have line of sight. There's a lot of talk around regulation of, you know, cryptos themselves. So it's it's becoming very uncertain. And I mm. want to say that even the, the current drop in the price of, of the most popular cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, is around the, 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 the talk on regulation and some of the tightening that is happening, you know. So we, for instance, have already reacted to some of these things and maybe something that I'm not going to go deep into. For instance, a lot of coins... They, 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 they regard themselves as utilities rather than securities, um, because it's easier. Uh, because if you're security, um, you have a lot more, you know, uh, uh, regulatory mm. requirements to fulfill. Mm. We've already made the decision that we're going to be a security. You know, so Aziza coin is going to be a security. One other difference, which is also quite important to mention with Aziza coin is that, um, we also intend to, to, to actually share trading information with our, with, with, our coin holders' jurisdictions. If you're a South African, tax, uh, you know, taxpayer, and you make money out of an Aziza coin, we're going to share that information with SARS, and you have to pay tax on the money that you've made. It's the right thing to do. We believe that's the future. That's where cryptocurrencies are going. You can't live, you know, if if you know taxes, you have to pay tax. If you make money, pay tax on the money, mm. and you can't run away from that. So we we bit forward looking on that. The third thing that I think sets us apart is that. We've built Aziza coin to be a truly asset-backed um, 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 cryptocurrency, similar to a unit trust, I would say, because we think that that is the future of cryptocurrencies or currency or, you know, or store of value, you know, anything like that. Because if you think about it, um, if you own a paper, a fiat currency, you're holding a paper note and it's written a hundred on it, what do you really own? No, no. You know, there's the biggest issue where the Americans were printing dollars at will. You know, when you hold a dollar, what do you really own? Now, the, the, this whole problem has almost not been solved by the birth of cryptos at the moment, in my opinion, because when you own a crypto at the moment, what do you really own? You know, the current mm. cryptocurrencies. Now, where we're going, and this is where we see the future, is that you need to have 
a crypto that has underlying assets that the crypto actually owns. So you are sort of a beneficial owner of a portfolio of assets, you know. And I'll tell you how Aziza has done it. As we speak, the founders happen to also be majority shareholders in the project in uh, in Namibia, the one that I'd mentioned, uh, that got that generous offer earlier on. They've already transferred 20% of shareholding into the Aziza Coin Foundation. So if you own an Aziza Coin now, you're a beneficial owner of 20% of a very exciting project in Namibia, in which mm. if it strikes oil, you have, you have a direct line to that, you know, mm. a beneficial ownership. It also is structured to own 20% of each and every small to medium-sized enterprises that, that, that it supports. So you, you'll find that as an Aziza coin holder, you'll own bits and pieces of a lot of exciting startups and, you know, and whatever, mm. including that project in Namibia. So you're owning something, you know, it's, 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 it's tangible. I think, I think I want to tap on that yeah. um, because for people are still getting information about cryptocurrency and and i mean we we are still educating ourselves about cryptocurrency and is money becoming digital now so what i want to know is that if an ordinary entrepreneur out there how can they can they get hold of a a a, a, bit, a, a bitcoin or a, you know become part of um, or get hold of a as is a coin you know so that is it, does it, do you have to be a person of a certain caliber? Do you have to have certain amount of money? How do you get hold of it? And is it accessible? Okay. The, <clears throat> um, I, I think Bitcoin is, 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 is all over. I think there's, there's many Bitcoin the ways to actually um, invest in Bitcoin. Um, um, so I think that, that I won't even go into. I'll talk maybe about Aziza coin. In this closed phase, um, we, 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 we obviously restrict whom we want as an investor. Um, I'll talk to the minimums. The minimum investment is 10,000 rand for our opportunity. We don't take recurrings. It's like only lump sums. So 10,000 or, you know, unfortunately, that is the lowest we could go for the administration that is required to actually run uh, um, our structure, you know. Number two, we at this point in time, only allow people to participate in the Aziza coin if they have an intention to support the venture capital company that I mentioned. So at this close phase, the intention is to raise money to go into supporting alumni energy investments, which in turn supports uh, um, our specific uh, investment philosophy. It's not, it's not a, it's not, it's not a SARS thing. Our, our philosophy is we're focusing um, on pre-revenue startups. So um, at the moment, you would go into Aziza coin. If you make money from Aziza coin, goes into um, um, Alana Energy Investments. Alana Energy Investments supports these small startups, you know, pre-revenue startups. You've got shareholding, you sit on it. You have to wait for five years. This is in the closed phase. Once we list it, only then do people that like to speculate, you know, on prices, buy high, sell high, and buy, you know, buy low, sell high, and all of that, will it be relevant? So at this closed phase, it's only for people that want to support startups, only for people that are a bit long-termist in outlook, that are willing to sit and, and wait for five years watching these companies. Um, there will be, although a little bit of coins, that are left in in their wallet, which are non-tradable, that I, I said was sort of the nudge theory to incentivize them to, 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 to come in, where 
should should the ICO be successful and be listed, they can make money in the reasonably short run, so in six months or so. So in a nutshell, that is it. How you how you you could take it forward? I don't know if you want me to give exact details. No, give well, us, give, give us. us. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, Very informative. Look, mm. there's, there's, there's. We've got mm. a website. First mm. of all, you can go to uh, www.azizacoin.com. Right. There's a lot of resources there, um, information, our contact details, and all of that, and 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 and, and then um, our landline. We we've got uh, offices here in Santon on West Street. Our landline is oh one one eight eight one five five one eight. And you can also email us at info at azizacoin.com. Now, this structure is, is, is by no means, I, I mean, I've, I've, I've had a number of interviews and interactions. It's quite a complex structure and, and we take that, you know, mm. and we always, um, um, want to have engagements post maybe an initial interface. Mm. And so what usually happens is that someone will email us on info at Aziza with their details and say, I'm mm. keen. I want, I want to hear more. I want to know more. And then we will then have that one-to-one interaction and take it around, break it up. You know, mm. other people want to know who are the investee companies? Mm. Tell me more. You know, so there's a lot, there's a lot, there's a m- many wheels and, and really and truly we do appreciate that. And, and it, you cannot do it even in two hours mm. and, Different people have got different requirements. Other people want to drill really deep. Others just want high level to be sold. So you, you need to really be sensitive to that and be individualistic in approach. So I'm inviting anybody who is keen and I'll just make one thing that to show that to, to just show further that there's many wheels. Actually, Africa New Energy's vision and mission, which is the initial company that we started is the electrification of the more than 600 million so Africans without electricity That was the initial goal wow. We ended up in oil We now are in, in crypto We've got a fund We're talking about unemployment and things. But all of these things are linked There's many uh, um, sort of moving parts That with, with, with enough time It actually We are able to bring it together And you can see the vision and the mission Of how we almost want to change the, 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 the world for Africans to put it simply. Hmm. Yeah. What an informative. <laughs> what an, I don't even know what to ask. Like it is so informative. I know. I know. It was so informative because um I've I've been I've been researching doing my research on on um cryptocurrency because uh, I feel like the future is 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 digital and money is becoming digitized you know so um as a keen interest i've been trying to see but how can a simple you know young teho get involved in this because then you don't want to be left behind you don't want to be stuck in the present when the future is there and the future is visible and the future is the opportunity is there you know, so I don't know how many opportunities are out there for ordinary individuals, you know, who just want to take out a mere 5,000 or 2,000. And mm. you know what? Let me just get into this cryptocurrency. I don't know if you can advise on that. Yeah. Look, <laughs> what I can tell you is that I agree with you totally. Cryptos are here to stay. Um, in what form? I think um, 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 the jury is still out. You know, we believe that our analysis is probably closer to the end game 
to the end, you know, to where it's going to be. Remember, I talked about asset backing and mm. and 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 being a security, you know, and 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 um, uh, um, the reality is that, as I said, our intention and and this is another thing that maybe I'd not mentioned in South Africa. It's it's scary, you know. I did I did some market research of my competitors in the venture capital company space. You know, these companies, magnificent companies that allow South Africans to deduct their investments or get their taxable income. And the minimum investment ranges from 150,000 to 3 million. That immediately prices out the majority of South Africans. You know, we have been able to reduce it to 10 but that's as low as we can go. Mm, Already the okay. 10,000 is less than 10% of the lowest mm. that mm. we could find. Okay. So, so, so unfortunately, to answer your question, it has to be 10 at this point. We would love to reduce it further because, you know, my experience, you know, I play in a space that is quite niched in, in hydrocarbon exploration and things like that. And I find that it's almost the rich getting richer because it's people that have access to funds that are able to participate in these high-risk opportunities mm. and make further funds. And in our structure, we're trying to expose it to as many ordinary, and with due respect, I don't mean it in a direct way, South Africans as possible, so that they can also maybe, you know, when these high-potential, high-risk, you know, uh, um, enterprises work out, they make some money and it actually changes them. I mean, for an average South African... If they put down, I'm making example, 10,000, and in five years' time it's 500,000, that is substantial, mm. you know? Mm. And, and I mean, I've, 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 I've engaged with some of the high net worths in the country. 500,000 is a drop in the water for them. It's nothing, you know? But I can see how for an average black family that is transformational. And for us, we are, we are, we are really trying to expose it to as many ordinary South Africans as possible so that it is our wish that we change also this, you know, the, the, the distribution of wealth, which is so skewed in our country. It's also one of our missions um, to actually try and address that gap as well. Mm. You know? mm. Yeah, no, that was, yo, we need you here for a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, that was, that was so informative. I think it would be nice to have you again in the future. Now, don't uh, mind. when you are available and I mean it was amazing because you talk to a lot of guys in the space they give you a lot of mm, maybe mm, yeah mm. Mm. you don't really get a clear answer and because you don't get a clear answer sometimes you don't entertain certain things but the way in which it was broken down for me and the people here the people listening has made it much I'd like to think it's made it much easier um, please give us your contact details again before we All right. close the show. Our, our, our site is uh, www.azizacoin.com. Aziza means precious in Swahili as oh, a matter nice. of interest. Yeah? Nice. <clears throat> so it's azizacoin.com. Uh, um, our landline is 011-881-5518. And you can email us on info at azizacoin.com. And if you drop us your contact details, we'll come back to you. We've got a lot of, of material, reading stuff. We've got some abridged material, like two pages, which, which touch on the salient points. But we also have detailed, you know, documents for those that want to go drill a bit deeper. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. Ladies thank and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into the show. Join us again next week for an insightful show, 360 Biz. Bye-bye. <laughs> 360 Biz on cliffcentral.com. This is cliffcentral.com.